This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. But like I said, 98% of 7.3s out there are over 200,000 miles. Yeah. Like, and people literally write in the post when they're selling it, just broke in. <laughs> yeah, if, if your selling point to a vehicle that has over 200 says just broke in, and you're not being facetious, then you belong on the list! You belong on the freaking list. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesman. Just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. I'll tell you what, man, there is something just so satisfying about drinking beer, I mean, barley juice, <laughs> out of a cup with your own podcast logo on it. I know. I know. And the best part is, folks, shameless plug. You can buy get, these. We're bought, Yeah, you can buy them, and we're getting more of them. We're getting new cups. We're repacking, restocking. They have per- nice. perfectly strategically placed finger grooves. Mm-hmm. As you can see, my, my four... Fingers there fit perfectly and ergonomically in the cup. And then the logo is facing towards you, which you look at a majestic, beautiful, bald eagle just hanging out with some freaking shades he probably can't even see out of. Like, he is absolutely affecting his vision, which eagles have fantastic vision. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's listening to America's Diesel Podcast. He can see what he needs to see, but he can't see the haters. See, usually lightning comes from the sky and strikes you down low. No. When you are listening to America's Diesel podcast, lightning emits from your headphones. That's what's powering this room right now. Fact. Fact. Bite me on it. Also, true <laughs> fact, if you're a, uh, a Glock Gen 4 fan, you'll love this cup because it fits your fingers. Finger grooves. That's a gun joke. Finger grooves. There's a lot of people that don't like Gen 4s, but oh. I, actually I, I do like them. I have a Gen 5, but I like them too. Yeah. 
This is like a well-fitting glove. Like, I don't even feel like I'm holding a cup. I feel like I'm wearing a just like a nice glove. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a glove that makes you happy. Yeah. Like, I could wear this glove, and I can do any tasks that I could do without a glove on. It's true. <laughs> These are the facts. <laughs> facts. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. This is America's Ooh. Diesel Podcast. Coming at you from Spokane, Washington. Yeah. Ben and Tyler. Happy as hell. The mecca to of be high here. fuel prices. Yeah. We are definitely <laughs> no, not the no, mecca. Not there are some people out there that are yeah. getting really yeah. effed right now. <laughs> For sure. For sure. That's not funny. Whew. If you listen to our previous episode, you'll see how not funny it is and how pissed off I actually am about the whole situation. Tires get out of order. We don't know when this episode's coming out. We just filmed an episode like <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Where I was really mad. I was using my hands. Yeah, if if you uh, if you <laughs> haven't been following along, this is your first episode. We did a uh, we do have a couple of breaking news episodes we put out every now and then that we rush out and get out the door as fast as possible because it's like a current event. Yeah, and we just filmed one about fuel economy because uh, technically, well, not technically, today is uh, March 9th. Fuel prices just went through the roof. Yeah, so we filmed a whole episode regarding it, and this one is <coughs> not quite as time sensitive, so it's not going to get pushed out as fast as that one did. Yeah. But, but uh, still going to be entertaining, I promise you. Entertaining as hell, because yeah. honestly, this is a big. I, I'm I feel like talking some I'm mad actually, shit on this. I'm one. honestly kind of pissed off. I'm kind of pissed too, man. Straight up. But let's get through this intro real quick. Uh, thank you for tuning in. This is Ben Ty from Makers Podcast. I already said that once. But I'm going to say it again. Hey, make sure to check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can find us there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Damn, Twista. Damn, that's probably <laughs> the, the fastest <laughs> and the best I've ever put that out there. Yeah. What else you got? I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can find us on the social medias as well. Uh, it's uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Not really, but sort of. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, we are trying to pump up our Instagram numbers. So if you don't follow us, make sure and give us a follow there. It's uh, America's Easel Podcast on Instagram, obviously. Yeah. Um, we are pretty active on there. We actually do behind the scenes uh, live videos every time we shoot because we usually shoot two videos at once. So in between the two videos, we do a live on there. So if you want to get on there and drop some comments, talk a little shit, that's a great way to do it. Yep. Uh, also, make sure and check us out on YouTube. That's a great place to leave comments about certain episodes and strike up a discussion. We have a couple of usual suspects that come in there every week and leave a good trail of crumbs for you to follow. Uh, you can find us on YouTube also by searching, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Uh, America's Easter <laughs> Podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It all works together, so don't worry. We got it's homogenous. Yeah, synergy, <laughs> homogeny, cross homogenization, all that kind of. Tyler hit him with reviews. <gasps> if you leave a five star review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier, screenshot that and send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure you include a picture of your truck and an address that we can send a sticker to that looks just like our logo on our background. Two for two, dude. Damn. It's like we've been doing this 180 times. Yeah, when you have like 33 of these, it just kind of flows. <laughs> flows like a, a majestic yeah. Colorado River yeah. or the Snake River or the, the Mississippi. The Colorado Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. This is the Colorado Kool-Aid. Oh, we just gave you an insight. <laughs> yeah, that's what Tyler is on today. Uh, lastly, if you need parts for your diesel pickup, make sure and check out dieselpowerproducts.com. Website is live 24-7, obviously, because the internet is forever and it never forgets. Uh, but if you do need help with any parts that you need, you can shoot our sales text a call. They're on the phone, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday. If you're lucky, you might get to talk to us. Otherwise, you're going to talk to this guy right over here. You can't see him, but Corey's right him, over there. there. Corey not only provides you with fantastic customer service and sales tech information, but he's also 
one of the main guys behind the scenes here with our podcast. Both of them, if you didn't know, if you like off-roading more in diesel, which you shouldn't, <laughs> tell you right up right now. <laughs> but there is also, we have our, our sister company and sister podcast, America's Off-Road Podcast. If you want a very low-energy, granola-filled, <laughs> lackadaisical experience, you're going to want to listen fired. to them. Shots, Shots fired. fired. Shots fired. Okay, this is, this is Corey on our pod- podcast with the ones and zeros. <laughs> this is <laughs> one of the Off-Road Podcasts. You never know. You never know, man. <laughs> jokes, jokes. Jokes. We're all jokes. Joking. Jokes. Jokes. Uh, if you are placing orders online, make sure in the delivery notes section to write podcast. And also, if you're placing an order with a sales tech, make sure and let him know that you are a podcast listener. Uh, I tally those up every now and then, and it helps us uh, talk to the big guys and then uh, keep our beer budget going. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, if you are listening to this and you buy diesel parts and you're not buying parts of diesel power products, I want to hear why. Shoot me yeah, an email directly. What the hell is wrong with you? Ben at <laughs> dieselpowerproducts.com. It could be anything. You tell me our prices are effed or whatever. It just like legitimately. Let me know why because I have a captured audience right now. If you're not buying parts from us, if you're listening to this podcast, I want to know why. Straight yeah. up. All right, Ben. Yep. When you're cruising down the streets of Spokane and you hear that perfect, magnificent, beautiful turbo whistle mm-hmm. that could, it, it just, Get you going. I know one turbo that I always think of. What do you think of? I think of a goddamn fleece cheetah. Absolutely. Fleece Performance Engineering is a world leader when it comes to fuel system, engine parts, turbos, builder parts. Whether you're looking to replace a worn out stock part on your truck or go for that high horsepower mark that all your buddies are reaching, Fleece has got you covered. And you can rest easy knowing that we don't ever have warranty issues ever with fleece products which is one of the reasons why we stock them by the pallet high quality parts at a great price fleece has got you covered hell yeah okay let's get into the meat and potatoes on this one <laughs> okay so so who's this guy because we're calling this guy out okay. right now uh i'm gonna butcher his last name i'm gonna attempt it i'm gonna pass it to you and you're gonna attempt it okay. you'll probably get it right i'll probably screw it up um i got his first name jeremy okay autoblog.com Okay, uh, Jeremy Corzen Whiskey? Corzen Whiskey. Corzen Whiskey. Corzen, ooh. Yeah, no, there's no there, There's no. Corzenowski. Corzenowski? Corzenowski. Mr. Corzenowski, how in, how in your right mind did you make a list of 15 most likely vehicles to surpass 200,000 miles and not put one single freaking diesel engine in that. What not the hell's wrong with you? Diesel vehicle. Not one. I'm a little peeved. I'm, I'm peeved because we all know you've got two of them. My buddy's got one that's double that. I mean, come on now. Are you kidding me? Like the, when you the the gall, it, the the <laughs> balls on this man are so small that he couldn't think about a diesel, diesel truck, like or that a is diesel like, car, the, a diesel Jetta, a Volkswagen Jetta. The early two thousands was an ADL four ALD four whatever that whatever engine was, it is. Engine code Great is. engine. Those all were, of them I've seen have been over two hundred thousand miles. I have 
never seen one under 200,000 miles. Cooper, our GM, had one here. Yes. That I daily drove for a month. That was like the shop car. Yeah, okay? I got I was pulled in over the- in that car and <laughs> I was borrowing it for a day. <laughs> that I think he bought it with like 280. I'm sure. By the time I drove it, it had three something. And I think by the time he sold it, it had close to 340. Yeah. I think he sold it for a thousand more than he bought it for. It just okay. it just goes to show they'll hire anybody for these uh <laughs> these articles, man. Like Seriously. is this guy like has he never seen a diesel truck like has he never just Googled used diesel? Okay, let's look at his bio. <laughs> Watch him say I hate diesels. He has been an automotive <laughs> enthusiast since birth. Bull. Bullshit. You I call right didn't now. mention anything about diesel diesel vehicles at all. Grew up restoring classic cars. Again, who tows the classic cars? Who tows the classic cars that you restored? Not your minivan. An avid motorcycle enthusiast. He has contributed a unique blend of insight into both automotive and motorcycle segments on Autoblog. And this is what? Auto Green. Autoblog Green. He's part of that as well. So Autoblog and Autoblog Green. Which I'm sure is like all about electric vehicles. Which, if you listen to our fuel mileage episode, you'll hear my my uh, my grief that I have with electric vehicles. Um, that's all. That's all they give me. That's all they give me on that. Let me see his picture. It'll tell you everything. <laughs> I know we're bashing this guy right now, but it just is like it's for guys in the diesel industry. For someone to make a list about vehicles that make it over two hundred thousand miles and not have one single diesel on that list is just. That's blasphemy. And, and and I actually combed over their article trying to find, like, uh, most likely to surpass 2,000 miles built in the last two years. Built in, or, like some, like, some sort of, like, contributing factor that would, like, eliminate diesels in general. Couldn't find it. <sighs> yeah, it's a, it's, it's just, it's, it's just absurd. So we're going to go through the list, okay? Yeah. And I, I will say, like, I don't disagree with his list. The list is not bad. I do to a point. However, <laughs> the fact that you like the fact that you omitted diesels entirely. Yeah, not one it, single not diesel. One. Like if anything, put like like you said, the Volkswagen, the Volkswagen Jetta. That is like, uh, that is the epitome. Like when I think of a car over two hundred thousand miles, my mind immediately goes to a Volkswagen Jetta. Not even diesel. a truck. Like just if you said, like, what diesel vehicle holds their value the most? Volkswagen TDIs. Yeah. Early 2000 Volkswagen TDIs. You can literally buy one that has over a quarter million miles on it, like yeah. 300K plus. Buy it and sell it for the same amount you bought it for after putting an additional 100K on it. Yeah. Like, they just, they do not stop. Yeah. Okay, let's get this list going. Okay, so 15. Toyota Sienna. Okay, nothing against Toyotas. Okay. Nothing against Toyota Toyotas. overbuilds their I do engines. Don't, and- I do hate minivans. We all know my 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 <laughs> my deep and utter hate for minivans. I know you don't log into our Instagram very often, but have you, there's been a couple of people that have posted videos of of caravans passing them. Dude, people drive them like <laughs> I do have to hand minivans a little like a little bit of credit, okay? Because people that drive them drive them like they're in the Indy 500. Yeah. Going up mountain passes, like it's insane, right? So okay, Toyota Sienna. Stupid. <laughs> okay, the next one, fourteen, Honda Odyssey. Another minivan. Another <laughs> minivan. Again, nothing against Honda. They make a good engine. 
All right, nothing bad with that. Oh, spoiler alert. There will only be two minivans on this list. Hmm. One is too many. Actually, zero is too many. <laughs> we got the same list, right? Yeah. Next. You'll 13. probably like this one, Honda Ridgeline. Get out of my house. <laughs> the Honda Ridgeline. <laughs> I want to clarify here, if you're new to this podcast, Honda Element beats Honda Ridgeline. 10 times out of 10. At least with a Honda Ridgeline, you can kind of say you have a truck. No. Like a little bit. You the have element a, is not a, pretending to be anything. The Ridgeline is totally... Pre- I'm a truck. No, what, you're not. <laughs> well, what is the element? It's a fr- the Ridgeline's a front-wheel drive truck. Is it a car? Is it an SUV? It's kind of little... It's the car size, but it's got a body like an SUV. It's a toaster with And you kind of look like a major D-bag driving it. It's, it, a it's a crossover. Give me a break. Yeah, but the the ridge crossover line is, is what? Like, a speed bump? That's about all it can cross over. I take I take a freaking element of a ridge line ten times out of ten. Ten times out of Dude, ten. Dude, if I had a choice, if there was a gun to my head and it was like, Tyler, you have to pick either a you you have to drive for a year a Honda Ridgeline or a Honda Element. I would be I would tell him I would say Ridgeline before he was even done murmuring. <laughs> eh, it'd be like Honda eh, Ridgeline. Like that quick. <laughs> At least you could put half a two by four in the back of it. <laughs> An eight foot two You've by four. You've obviously back of it. never been in a ridge or in a Honda element. Dude, those things are four feet long. My side by side has a larger wheelbase than that Honda, <laughs> Honda element. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know what? Honda element did not make the list. It didn't, no. Okay. Uh, GMC Yukon. GMC Yukon. Okay. I mean, they, yeah. It's, I guess. I mean, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm interested to see why they said GMC. Like, okay, this is why this particular guy kind of chaps my, my britches here. Yeah. Because he said GMC Yukon. He didn't just say Chevy full size SUV, like full size SUV or something like that. Because so is he saying that a Chevy or a GMC Yukon will, but a Chevy Suburban won't? So he says with three point seven percent. Of GMC Yukons past the 200 mark, there's like 98% of seven threes past the two with the 200,000 mile mark. I just, all right, hey Jeremy Kurzawinowski, whatever the hell your name is, <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, I got a bone to pick with you because your list, ex- like, really pisses me off. Well, the he, way it's formatted is because he has a GMC Yukon. And then he keeps talking about a Ridgeline pickup. Number three, Chevy Suburban. What? I will say, he says... Okay, we're, we're skipping you, ahead. You know, he says, you may remember seeing a GMC Yukon earlier on the list, but this is the extended XL version that adds more space for passengers and cars. So why does it get so... It's fundamentally similar to the next vehicle on this list. Dromo, please. Jeremy? I don't... Eh, I don't. <laughs> I don't like the cut of your jib. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. Let's get back okay. to the here. So I, that was uh that was off. twelve GMC Yukon ten. Okay, this one. <laughs> Toyota Prius. No, you, you skipped one. Toyota Toy- Highlander. Did I? Oh, I did. Toyota yeah. Highlander oh, wow. Hybrid. He doesn't even write about it. Yeah. Oh no, he does. It's just the the way that it's the all, list is formatted it's all for the mess, uh, mixed okay. mess around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Toyota Highlander Hybrid. Um, anything with hybrid in the name? <laughs> with 3.8% surpassing 200K miles. That's for the Yukon. That's why I was saying no, 98. No, it's 3.8 for the Toyota Highlander. Oh, that too? 
Yeah. Oh, 3.8. Sorry. 3.7. Okay, again. The non-hybrid Highlander doesn't crack the top 15. Apparently. <laughs> Woo. Edge Products is an absolute powerhouse when it comes to aftermarket vehicle performance. They have tuning, intake, and exhaust packages for just about any year make and model of truck, making it really easy to wake what you have up and get you moving better on down the road. And also monitoring with their Edge Insight Series, probably the best monitor on the market. Yeah, and if you've got stuff on the truck you want to monitor that maybe your stock PCM isn't, they have their EAS system, Expandable Accessory System, which will allow you to add in just about any sensor to any temperature or pressure you have on the truck. Yeah, and especially for you new truck owners out there, one of the most popular add-ons to do is a throttle sensitivity booster, which will drastically improve the drivability of your truck and get you feeling like you just added 100 horsepower without adding nothing at all. So, hell yeah, Edge. Keep making great products, and thanks for sponsoring the show. Woo! But like I said, 98% of 7.3s out there are over 200,000 miles. Yeah. like And people literally write in the post when they're selling it, just broke in. <laughs> like, yeah, if you're selling point to a vehicle that has over 200 says just broke in and you're not being facetious, then you belong on the list. <laughs> you belong on the freaking list. Okay, so 11, Toyota Highlander Hybrid. Okay, nobody likes those. Stupid. 10, nobody likes these either. Prius, probably one of the ugliest cars ever made, like ever. It is. Uh, <laughs> you shut your mouth. Ooh. And as, yeah, Ooh. And Azteca. At, okay, I will say, so, small tangent. Would you drive a Prius or an Aztec? But why? Uh, I drive an Aztec. Just strictly because it's a Prius? Pretty much. Okay. So... <laughs> They're both hideously ugly. Hideous ugly, I agree. I remember when the Aztec came out and they were like uh, promoting the fact that like you could buy a tent. You buy a tent for it. You could like like, how come you Overlander guys aren't all high on the uh, on the Aztec uh, crew? You know they like pre-build it for overlanding. So the the only reason I I I would actually choose Prius. Okay, don't don't kill me, guys. Oh, I would God, I would choose dude, your vehicle choices because are just I, I want to have a Prius. This that is the California coming out of of Ben here. I know. I just, I want to have a Prius that literally has like like middle fingers on it. You can't. <laughs> like, you just, can't. I want to drive a Prius like an a hole, <laughs> just to be the guy. Prius attracts practical buyers who keep their vehicle on the road as long as possible to take advantage of its low maintenance costs and high fuel efficiency. Yeah, until you have it for 10 plus years and get to replace the batteries. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Number nine, Toyota Avalon. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I see you're sticking with a lot of Toyotas on this list, which mm-hmm. does make sense. Toyota, they 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 can build an engine and drivetrain. It's true. And they, so, it holds up, but... It, so does Ford, so yeah. does Ram, so does Chevy. So if if you're new to the whole like kind of like why does Toyota seem to always like their they always hold their resale value, uh, just so you know Toyota like routinely uh, overbuilds the internals on their engines. They do forged everything internally and then they underpower them. Yeah. So basically, you have all the internals to say support 600 horsepower, yet they they have it at 250. Yeah. So See, yeah. What what gets me is these per, all these percentages like they're hanging out at like. 3.7 to 4.0% of those vehicles on the road today have over 200,000 miles. Again, I think, honestly, the 7.3 is probably one of the, like, I, and I know I'm a Cummins guy. I love Cummins. I, Cummins will get up there, no problem, mm-hmm. absolutely. But I've seen more 
higher mileage seven threes that st- people still use mm-hmm. as a truck, and it's like they're not even skipping a beat. There's something about those trucks. <laughs> There's something about them. They, um, got, they got moxie, man. They got a little soul. They do. They do. They do. Next up, number eight, Toyota Tundra. Okay. Okay, Tundra owner, former Tundra owner. Yeah. Yeah. Mine wasn't over two hundred thousand miles, but I could see, I could see it. Okay. I I would I would agree. Here's the thing: if a Toyota Tundra makes a list, why not? Again, a seven three or a common rail Cummins or yeah. a, a Duramax or something. Like, come on now, give us a little bit of something here. This, this guy, this, this guy's off his rocker. I'm gonna find him on Instagram and tag him. <laughs> uh, seven, the Chevy Tahoe. Okay, dude, you got like the same vehicle. Like the only difference between these is like length of the body. <laughs> so he has Chevy Tahoe and also Chevy Suburban. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. What what does the extra? How come the Suburban is so high on the list for making? Because you said it was like number two. We skipped ahead a little so bit. So Suburban is number three. Chevy Tahoe, Tahoe, seven. GMC Yukon, it was like 12 or something like that. No, yeah, 12. Forgive me if I'm wrong here, but they all have the same engine and drivetrain. He does make a uh, quick pass at uh, this being the extended XL version, so physically the largest option. But still um, probably the same engine. I'm going to go to a limb here, Jeremy. I'm going to speak directly to you. Okay, look into the camera. Do it. You can hear? Okay, Jeremy. I'm going to guess that uh, you may have written this article on February 15th. Sounds odd, right? This is the day after Valentine's Day, Jeremy. <laughs> I think you got some issues, and I think you sent this one in. And I think that you didn't... I'm, I'm going to assume that you're going through some stuff mentally right now that didn't allow you to make this list properly. Because if you are a car guy and you're really a car guy, you'd be able to start differentiating the fact that you have the th- three of the same goddamn vehicles on the list. Yeah. Jeremy. <laughs> okay? Three of them. All right? I'm staring right at you. I hope <clears throat> I, I hope you're hearing me right now. Yeah. And if there's a reason that you did this that makes sense, I'm happy to hear it. I have no problem eating crow. I have no problem taking a step back. But honestly, man, I don't think that's the answer. Yeah. There's this thing called diesel, okay? It's a... It's a, it's a, uh, I can't, now I'm going blank. There's no spark plugs. Okay. It's, it's a, a com- combustion. What am I, why am I going a blank right now? Compression ignition. Yeah. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to get compression out. It's compression ignition. Okay. They've been around for quite a while. And if you noticed at all, like if you looked one time on Craigslist anywhere, you will find the majority of them are over 200,000 miles. Like, almost all of them. <laughs> Dear Jeremy, I have one task for you. Buy a used semi-truck. Yeah. Go. <laughs> yes! Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I know it's a little out of your scope here because now we're talking about a semi-truck, but like, shit, man. Okay, like, this, on. this one. this one's actually kind of funny. Um, so, Tahoe, six. Ford Expedition. I don't know if you've ever drove by a scrapyard. <laughs> a Ford Expedition is like the... Like there's more expeditions in a scrapyard than any other like in every single like Ford expedition that you see over two hundred thousand miles is a complete and utter piece of shit. Oh, it's clapped. It's collapsed. Okay. And so just so you all know, the Ford, when you say Ford Expedition, the only thing that comes to my mind 
is the five early, four Triton. Yeah, the early two thousands <laughs> bubble style yeah. five four Triton, and it, it always has a. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and I'm not saying that I I don't have anything like every engine has a spot. Okay. Yeah. Um, my family we had a, a ninety nine F one fifty the five four Triton on it. We bought it with one hundred twenty five on it. And it, it got passed through our entire family, all that kind of stuff. We sold it with like like three hundred eighty thousand miles on it. Okay, yeah. No engine rebuild, no nothing. Yeah, it ticked like a bitch at the end. Okay, <laughs> yeah. all right, guys. <laughs> but <clears throat> with regular maintenance, five four Tritons will get the job done. I know they have their crux. It's the cam sensor, I believe, if I recall correctly. Um, and it's a sing- it's a early version of a single overhead cam via. No, when do they when do they go over a cam on those? I have no idea. I'm not up to my expedition knowledge. I just know every single one I've ever seen has a, like a rod knock. Yeah. And it has like three different tires on it with two different wheels and bumpers <laughs> all jacked. Corner panels all Jen's, screwed. Jen's yes! Something freaking knocked like a Mormon was at your door trying to but it always started church. And it always got <laughs> there. Like, you ain't running any races and you're not driving far. Yeah, but it'll start and it'll get you there. Yeah, you think yeah. Uh, oil or you think gas prices are bad for an expedition? Yeah. Just wait until you have to buy a quart of oil every single hour for one of these. Oh, oh my God! Hold the. F- mm, did you just scroll down where I did? To Sequoia? No. Check out this warranty statement: race it, jump it, off-road it, sled pull it, wreck it, lift it, lower it. We don't care if you can break it; we'll replace it. You must be talking about kryptonite. Totally. The best warranty in the business. Yes. And they are a world-class manufacturer for suspension and steering components, especially for you Duramax guys out there. And they're coming in hard with the ball joints for other man- or other platforms as well. I love it. 100%. Whether you're a Ford guy, Dodge guy, they've got suspension and steering parts for you. Check them out on our website. Killer products, killer service. You can't go wrong. And we stock them here in Spokane. We've got shelves of it. Packaging on point, instructions on point. You just can't go wrong with kryptonite products for your diesel truck. What? I just got even more pissed off here, okay? <laughs> Did you? So number number uh what are we at here? Expedition number five, Toyota Forerunner. Goes without saying Toyota. Okay, yeah, we get it. We get value. it. It's not uncommon to find a a, a forerunner with a bajillion miles on it, sure. still selling for good money. Sure. Um I don't know how. Did, did I miss the GM? So hold on a second. We've got GMC Suburban. Yep. GMC Yukon XL. Yep. Okay. Uh, Was it a GMC Suburban or a Chevy Suburban? No, they, they've got Chevy Suburban, GMC Yukon XL, Chevy Tahoe. Yeah. Let me scroll up here. GMC Yukon. Uh, and... That's it. Okay, so four. Did I say three or four last time? Dude, I, this dude, this camera? dude, he must uh, get a cut from GM. He's got it, man. Like, because uh, that's outrageous. Pisses me off. That's outrageous. Um, so yeah, uh, surprise, surprise. Number four, GMC uh, Yukon XL, and somehow number three is Chevy Suburban XL. Is uh, <laughs> somehow the Chevy Suburban outdoes the Yukon XL? <laughs> How? I don't know. Maybe it's the grill. Maybe it's the headlights. Do the emblems weigh less? Do they yeah. cause less stress on the drivetrain? This is horse shit. I don't know. This list just infuriates me. Okay, so this this one is a questionable one too because you've got 
a Toyota Tundra, and a Toyota Sequoia. So Sequoia is number two. Okay. That's basically the same vehicle as one has a truck bed. Exactly. So why are they next to each other? Like, why is there a gap? And why is the Sequoia so close? He's number two. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Again, great engine, great transmission, great drivetrain uh, for that for that vehicle. But it's, it's like, like, come well, on, So man. with 14.2% surpassing 200,000 miles, that's because you haul your family in it. Yeah. Granted, a Tundra can haul a family as well, but, and this also goes like, this is why you always, you, you find excursions one of two ways, low mileage or super high mileage. Yeah. Because people either bought them and barely used them, or people bought them for their family hauler and literally racked the shit out of the miles on them. Yeah. With good reason. Yeah. Because, <clears throat> because, Jeremy, they last more than 200,000 miles. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting a little pissed off right I, now. Well, it, it is it is frustrating when they don't even acknowledge that there's diesel vehicles that this is like a common occurrence. So number one on the list, um, which honestly, these are rigs that I, I, I do like. They're cool. I think they're rad. They're hard to find. They yeah. are hard to find even under 200,000 miles, and that is the Toyota Land Cruiser. Cool rigs. Yeah. They're really cool. I think you like the foreign ones you can get with a diesel, um, but... It, it again it's it we're if we're talking about vehicles getting over two hundred thousand miles bro do a freaking five minutes worth of research yeah like I, it this list basically consists of toyota and gm like okay I'm and gonna, one gonna... ford which is like the one ford that you would think would never make any list for anything yeah. if okay. anything the list of like the most unreliable vehicles all right, Jeremy, I'm going to do a little test in real time here. I'm on Facebook. We're in a marketplace. I'm going to go to, let's see, categories, um, vehicles. Let's see. Uh, I want to search by mileage. That's uh, a vehicle type. <laughs> Price. This is great, dude. Okay, so I found like the comment section at the bottom of it. The second comment when I hit like to more conversation, whoever was in charge of making this, um, oh wait, oh wait, whoever whoever was in charge of making this not being a slide show. Wait, hold on. No, never mind. I thought he said shit show. Never mind. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I'm just looking at the comments to see. <sighs> If there's anybody who mentioned, we've got quiet, dead noise. Yeah, do, I know. Do, quiet, do, skip, do, on do, 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 filters. Do. Let's see, mileage minimum two hundred. No minimum. Come on, minimum for mileage. So I'm going any make, any model, any price. Okay, this is in Spokane. Uh, let's see. Mileage minimum two hundred. Why won't it let me search two hundred? <laughs> Maximum five. All right, my phone is not working right now. Anyways, there's this a lot is, of them. Okay, <laughs> this, this spiral out of control real fast, and I feel bad about it. But yeah, uh, case in point, Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy, listen here. 
Maybe he's actually never seen a vehicle go over 200,000, so he thinks like that is like the limit. He's of just like guessing. A, yeah, he's just uneducated, guessing like, hey, 200,000 miles, that's a lifespan of a vehicle. I'm going to guess that Jeremy also was a huge supporter of the article that we reviewed a while back that said there were large uh, deposits from diesel trucks rolling off of their exhaust. Starting forest fires. Starting forest fires. Yeah. Yeah, just giant balls of diesel rolling down the freaking freeway (laughs) and causing forest fires. Yeah. Flaming, Flaming balls of soot. <laughs> it's it, I had this stuff same like that. feeling okay. during that episode. Stuff like that. It is frustrating, and I'm being completely serious right now. It is frustrating because for for a auto blog, okay, to not recognize any diesel engines on his on that list, um, I I think is is BS. I think it's you want to talk about fake news. Like there's fake news right there. If you don't mention one diesel in that in that article whatsoever. Like, how could you be a any sort of auto enthusiast? Because yeah. it, again, there's so many listings, where, and I and we all know this isn't like a hundred percent true. Like, oh, two hundred thousand miles, it just broke in. No, it broke in before that. But two hundred thousand miles on a diesel pickup is not anything to like be worried about. In most cases, it depends on the condition of the vehicle. But that goes the same with any of these vehicles on his list. Any of those vehicles close to 200,000 miles or at or at or above 200,000 miles I'm I'm worried about more on these vehicles than I would be with a diesel with the same mileage totally uh, so it you know again I know we we bashed this guy a lot for this article but I think it's deserving because he again he didn't even didn't even um recognize some of the vehicles that are out that that make it to that mileage like on a, on the regular like it it, or at least put a limit on the criteria. Say a limit on the criteria would be good. This is gasoline, yeah, non or produced yeah, in the last the 15, five years, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Fifteen most likely non-diesel in vehicles to make it over two hundred thousand miles. Yeah. That would be a more accurate title for that article. Then I, I would still have a problem with it though because of again expedition, the expedition and all the GMs that are like the same exact drivetrain, the same exact vehicle, just mm-hmm. longer. Like there's that just because it's a longer doesn't mean it can like is better at getting like to 200,000 miles yeah like that's just ridiculous that just means that you're, you're literally searching vehicle makes and models and their average or total mileage yeah. before you and know, in fact the destroyed. tundra i've seen more tundras over 200,000 miles than i have sequoias over 200,000 miles because there's guys that use tundras as a work truck mm-hmm. that are driving them daily for work so it's it's i i think it's just a uh in a uh, kind of a shitty article, <laughs> to be honest with you. So that being said, Jeremy, this is this is me. My name's Ben. Yeah, we'll invite you on the podcast. We can talk about it. Damn, Tyler took the words out of my mouth. Oh, really? I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna get real sentimental with him. Hi, Jeremy. Uh, my name's Ben. Little, like small, like super tiny. Okay. Uh, we'd love to have you on the podcast to discuss your list, or maybe make a new list. Yeah. Of anything, really. Uh, just as long as it's accurate, I don't care. Yeah. We could make a list of numbers in order of one through ten, as long as it's accurate, as in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We could have a good podcast. But if you want to come on here and back up this list yeah. and say that this is the best list that could possibly exist for this criteria, we're gonna go go ahead and uh, 
we're, we're going to fight Greek style. Roman style, Greek style, whatever. <laughs> we're going to get naked. All right. We're going to all boil up. We're going to hop in the back of a Toyota Sequoia. <laughs> because we know Sienna, it, we Probably know a Sienna. It, yeah. Maybe a Honda Element since Ben likes them so much and they got so much room. I'll fight you in the back of the one. <laughs> Home turf. <laughs> Sign me uh, up. <laughs> do you and you know what's funny? Like, okay, I know this is not like a diesel vehicle, but like some of the vehicles that you see that are like high mileage that you always see high mileage, it just like will shock you, right? Yeah. It's like a Mercedes, like old ass, like like stuff like that. You know, it's just like wow. I always see those over like two hundred thousand miles. Oh, my, uh, I, I get his number one. His number yeah. one on there, yes, every single Toyota Land Cruiser I've ever seen has been a high-mileage Land Cruiser. Yep. I have never seen one, like, sub-120,000 miles. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. You can keep on that list. But some of those others, man, we'll fight you over. We'll fight yeah. you over. Like, I think if you had just said, basically, a General Motors gas, you know, full-size SUV, and had that be its own number. Yeah. Which would I would say honestly would be like two through, yeah, you know, two, three, four, five. Because honestly, they do. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, and I know this is a diesel podcast and whatnot, but you you can't put anything past a a solid GM produced pushrod V8. They, yeah. you know, the LS line of motors and all that kind of stuff. That there's a reason they LS swap everything. Yep. There's a reason those things last. There's a re- like I've I've had a GM that had a ton of miles on it yeah. and I drove the shit out of it and yep. sold it with a ton of miles on it. Yep. And there, there's a, there's they're not bad. Like we're not saying the vehicles are bad. We're just saying your list sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you suck. Yeah. <laughs> you just left a bunch bunch of high mileage vehicles that get high mi- like the the percent like I wonder how he figured out those percentages of mm-hmm. the vehicle. Like, how would you even... Like, I, I that's why I feel, I feel like it's purely, like, someone just put it in a spreadsheet. Here, okay, here, Jeremy. This is my fourth direct talk to you. Jeremy, <laughs> I'm going to hope that someone just fed you this data and said, hey, can Run you... Run with ins- it. Can Make you, an article about it. Yeah, can you insert some words in between these numbers? Thanks. Yeah. And you did. But I hope, I hope and slightly pray that while you were writing it, you were like, I feel like I've written this about a GM vehicle four times. Yeah. Because you have. Okay? Okay. If you, As long as you felt that, then maybe it'll be okay. Yeah. I still want to fight you in an element. <laughs> okay. In a Honda element. I, Greek style. <laughs> for, and you know what? For some reason, my luck in his picture, I have a feeling he's one of those guys that looks like a total nerd. But, but he's jacked. He's a guy that like, <laughs> just, uh, uh, I don't like fighting, but that's okay. And yeah. he like, <laughs> like, like, I'm not trying to sound like, but it like literally like rips his shirt off and is like somehow awkwardly glistening at two in the afternoon in the office and like ripped his F, you know, it's like, Oh, that was all state. I've been waiting for a wrestling match. Let's go. I'm like, ah, shit. Well, I hope you're that. I hope you're all state in the back of a Honda yeah. element. No pads in the element, buddy. Just fold up seats. You're in my zone now. Yeah. <laughs> He's the guy's like, Let's go. <laughs> happens to have like Smelly ear salt. guards in his pocket, his dress pants. Yeah. Like I've been waiting for this my whole life. <laughs> I'm like shit. Well, we we got a button up here pretty quick because we got people kicking us out for the off road podcast. That's right. So, so end of story. Jeremy, fix your list. Fix your list. Rename the title at least. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. We'll see you next week. I love all of you except Jeremy. <laughs> fix your list. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.